court holds that anti-patient dumping statute does not impose strict liability for allegedly improper transfer. The case is Ruloff v. Lamico, docket number 21-1572, October 7, 2022. On appeal from the United States District Court for the Western District of Arkansas, Judge Holmes presiding. The issue is does the Emergency Medical Treatment and Active Labor Act, or EMTALA, provide a cause of action in strict liability for transferring to a hospital that, despite its initial representation that it had a surgeon capable of treating the patient's malady, did not have such personnel when the patient arrived? The holding, EMTALA, does not provide for strict liability under such circumstances. Under the more appropriate negligence standard, the appellant's claims fail. Summary Following a fall, appellant Kimberly Ruloff presented at the Mercy Hospital Fort Smith ER. In the course of her visit, two doctors confirmed that blood was not flowing to her lower left leg and that her left foot did not have a pulse. Determining that this was a vascular injury that Mercy was not capable of handling, the hospital reached out to the Arkansas Trauma Communications Center, ATCC, for assistance in facilitating a transfer to an appropriate facility. The ATCC connected Mercy with Washington Regional Medical Center, WRMC, in Fayetteville, which, after receipt of Ruloff's records from Mercy, accepted Ruloff as a patient so she could receive vascular surgery there. However, after her departure from WRMC, that facility realized that it actually did not have a vascular surgeon available. Shortly after her arrival, she was transferred to another hospital in Springfield, Missouri, where she received her operation. However, it came too late to save her leg. Relevant to this appeal, Ruloff brought a claim under EMTALA, alleging that an improper transfer resulted in her losing a leg for want of timely treatment. Quote, Ruloff filed a suit against the hospitals and physicians involved, along with their insurers under the EMTALA. Ruloff claimed that Mercy made an inappropriate transfer in violation of 42 U.S.C. Section 1395-DDB. Ruloff alleges that the delay in receiving vascular surgery within a six-hour window after the injury caused her leg to be amputated. End of quote. Generally, EMTALA sets forth requirements for dealing with emergency patients in an effort to prevent those without financial resources from being denied care. The court identified the relevant portions of the statute thus, quote, In general, if any individual comes to a hospital and the hospital determines that the individual has an emergency medical condition, the hospital must provide either A, within the staff and facilities available at the hospital for such further medical examination and such treatment as may be required to stabilize the medical condition, or B, for transfer of the individual to another medical facility in accordance with subsection C, 42 U.S.C. section 1395-DD-B1. Section 1395-DD-C Restricting transfers until individual stabilized defines an appropriate transfer. Such a transfer occurs when a transferring hospital provides the medical treatment within its capacity 
and the receiving facility, one, has available space and qualified personnel for the treatment of the individual, and two, has agreed to accept transfer of the individual and to provide appropriate medical treatment. 42 U.S.C. Section 1395 D.D.C. 2. End of quote. Ruloff, relying on authority imposing strict liability for certain failures in the patient's screening process, sought to extend that principle to the instant case by bringing an EMT-ALA claim against Mercy. The district court determined that such a claim did not conform with the purpose of the statute and granted summary judgment to Mercy. Quote, Mercy moved for summary judgment against Ruloff's strict liability claim. In its order granting Mercy's motion, the district court reviewed the history of EMT-ALA. The court noted that the purpose of EMT-ALA is to address the problem of patient dumping, where hospitals refuse to treat patients in an emergency room if the patients do not have health insurance. Ruloff v. Lamica, 2021 Westlaw 517-044, February 11, 2021. The statute requires hospitals to evaluate the medical condition of patients entering emergency rooms and provide treatment to stabilize their medical condition and transfer them only if an emergency condition supports transfer to another hospital with required facilities and qualified personnel. 42 U.S.C. Section 1395 D.D.B. The court identified the sole issue as whether Mercy effected an appropriate transfer of Ms. Ruloff under EMT-ALA when WRMC represented it had qualified personnel and accepted the transfer, leaving Mercy to learn when Ms. Ruloff was already in transit to WRMC that WRMC did not in fact have qualified personnel to treat Ms. Ruloff. The district court dismissed Ruloff's claims against the defendants after concluding that claims seeking relief for EMT-ALA transfer violations must be predicated on a hospital's actual knowledge. End of quote. On appeal, the panel undertook a statutory analysis, analyzing both the text of the law and its purpose. While the court acknowledged that an examination of the plain meaning might justify Ruloff's position, it held that allowing a strict liability cause of action for improper transfer to a facility that could not meet the patient's needs did not accord with the legislative purpose. Quote, We interpret a statute according to its plain meaning unless context requires otherwise. In Ray Cotter Corp. NSL, 22 Federal 4th 788, 8th Circuit, 2022. Here, the requirement in subsection C that the receiving facility have qualified personnel for the treatment would appear to impose strict liability under its plain meaning. However, context requires a different interpretation because this reading would lead to results wholly at odds with the statute's purpose. EMT-ALA sought to, one, prevent the dumping of uninsured, underinsured, or indigent patients by hospitals who did not want to treat them. Summers v. Baptist Medical Center, Arkadelphia, 91 Federal 3rd, 1132, 8th Circuit, 1996. And two, create a new cause of action for what amounts to failure to treat. It at 1137. EMT-ALA's aim is to discourage bad faith hospitals from dumping patients. 
imposing liability upon a hospital's good-faith effort to secure appropriate care for a patient that is beyond its capabilities is off the mark. Such liability would, would run contrary to EMT ALA's purpose and would undermine the express target of securing adequate care for patients who could not otherwise afford it. End of quote. After rejecting a strict liability standard, the court analyzed the claim under essentially a negligence standard. Though the court did not officially state it as such, it made several references to reasonableness. Applying these principles to the record, the court determined that because here the transferring facility relied on information from the receiving facility and attempted in good faith to transfer the patient to a facility that could meet her needs and that through no fault of Mercy's own, WRMC turned out to lack such capacity, summary judgment in favor of Mercy was appropriate. Accordingly, the court affirmed. End of decision.